Okay, what's going on, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of Energize. Today, we have a very special guest on the show. We have European and world champion, undefeated now a pro, Michael Conlon. Mikey, how are you getting on? All good, all good, lads. What's the crack? I can't complain, can't complain. How's the isolation treating you? Not bad, not bad. Um, I'm learning new skills. Um, not boxing skills, um, <laughs> skills and bacon skills. Um, so it's good that way. Um, but I'm still training the way, so it's good. You know what I mean? I, I I'm enjoying it. I'm never home much, so the fact that I'm home all the time now it's it's really nice. Yeah. And if we came to the condom household now, what would you be cooking and baking us? <laughs> I wouldn't much be cooking like hot food, but it'd be baking like it'd be cakes, any cake you want. I've yeah. I've never baked in my life until this isolation, and now I realise that I have a job off the box and never really needed. Michael, oh, yeah. cooking show. <laughs> Celebrity Bake Off next year, who knows? You know what I mean? Who knows? Who knows? But, uh, Michael, uh, we, we sort of want to just get to the start of things of your career. Yeah. Uh, how did you start out boxing? Um, so, my two older brothers, they were kind of sent to the gym by my father to learn how to defend themselves. Because um, we're, we're all small in my house, so, you know, he, yeah. he wants them to be able to kind of handle themselves. Um, so he sent them to the gym. I just wanted to do what they were doing. Um, so I followed them to the gym. I was only seven years of age and, uh, went into the gym and just wanted to be just like any, any young kid wanted to be like their older brother. Um, yeah. and that's why I kind of stuck at it. I wanted to do it so much because they were doing it. And then I realized right very soon off like that I was good at it. Um, my first year boxing proper, like no competing, um, and, and like the irons and stuff. Boy, won I won everything you could win. Um, I didn't lose, so it was like then I was like, oh, I'm good at it, so you know, just kind of stuck with it then. And <laughs> I'm here now, yeah, that's class. And then obviously, um, you represent Ireland in the Olympics. Um, what was it like to go to the Olympics? Uh, obviously, obviously, you know, Ireland in the Olympics of boxing have been known to win a lot of medals, and obviously, you picked up a medal yourself, but. Tell us your Olympic experience. So, there are two different Olympics, like two chalk and cheese, you know. Yeah. If I was to compare London to Rio, um, London was special. London was, was one of the greatest experiences of my sporting career, even still. Mm. Um, I only won bronze, but I wasn't expected to win any medals when I went. So, the fact that I came back with bronze was great. I, I thought I was going to come back with gold because it was just a confident little shit. <laughs> but even being there, just being in the Olympic Village and you know being around athletes like you know your Serena Williams, your your you know Usain Bolt, all these kind of guys, and seeing them in the village because you did see them the odd time, mm. um, seeing Serena a few times and she was like undercover and all, like wearing glasses and mm. doing and things, trying to kind of hide herself. But yeah. you know, even like the food halls and all there, like everything's free. McDonald's is free for two weeks. You know what I mean? It's like, it's <laughs> I couldn't eat it until like the second last day until I went out. So yeah. um it was it was shit that way. But you know the whole experience of London was just unbelievable. Rio on the other hand, everything about it was terrible. Um it was a bit of a shit show, wasn't it? Everything, everything. The accommodation, how the, the venue was, the how the shows were run, even the train the the warm up area and and the venue and all was terrible. Compared to in London, like it was unbelievable. You know what I mean? So, I 
I only had them two to compare against each other. I know coaches would probably have a better look at it where they have probably been the loads of games. Um, and in my opinion, London was 100 times better than, than Rio. The whole experience of Rio, the, the, the fact that you know, what happened right at the start with Michael Reilly, you know, that kind of put a dampener on the whole team. I didn't care, I'm honestly. I was just... I was being selfish and I wouldn't care about myself in that situation so it's not me so I don't care um, and then obviously the the result what happened and I did believe I was going to become Olympic champion I was 100% sure I was going to become Olympic champion mm. well I'm pretty sure the world champion going into it yeah rank number one um, the draw I actually got me and Stephen Donnelly can I ask Stephen Donnelly we were running around the Olympic Village the day of the draw, no, just cutting some weight. And I said, yeah, this is the draw I want. I want to fight the Armenian first, and then I would like to fight the Russian, and then, you know, whoever I get the semis is whoever I get. Mm. That was the exact draw I, I kind of predicted. I got the Armenian first, and then I got I got uh, Nikitin, and it was like, brilliant, that's the people I wanted. Um, but obviously, you know, things happen for a reason, and, uh, and it all didn't go to plan like I wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, well, in fairness, obviously things didn't go well. The fight actually did go your way, but the result didn't go your way. Uh, I think I think that's the way everyone sort of sees it. Um, look, obviously you sort of put that in the past now when you turn pro, you're undefeated, and uh, you, you got that win back. What, what? It was it was great. You know, it was just the fact of getting the win back. It was nothing personal with 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 the Keaton. Um, mm. And you know, as much as I wanted to go there was and trying to build up there, there was and kind of like do little bits, but it wasn't. Um, Vladimir and myself have always been kind of nice to each other. Um, being on the amateur circuit together, and then even as a pro, he's boxing a few of my cards and a few of my undercards. Um, and I've always, always says he always says hello. He's a lovely fella. Always like even when I put up pictures of the kids, he's always like putting thumbs up and all and. You can't help but like him, but you want to. Maybe you he's afraid of you. He's just a good guy, um, and it wasn't it wasn't personal. But the fact that you know with everything that happened and, uh, and the whole history of the games and uh, and kind of it always being asked to me as a professional was always annoying. You know when are you going to get that one back? So I just said, listen, we need to get this sooner rather than later because I don't believe Vladimir will go on and be undefeated here. For mm. a good way, like I think you know, you see some of his fights are with journeyman. He's he's he went and split decisions, and they're like, Come on, man, what's going on? So I says, Get it done now. Um, I don't care what the record says, the histories are. It's 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 a world class amateurs facing each other, mm. you know what I mean? It's not even about records are, you know, coming from elite amateur background, and uh, and that should be all that matters here in the history. So they got it done. It's great to get that monkey off the back. But uh, can, we, can we just bring it back just to Rio as well? Like, straight after when you spoke on the TV, like, everyone in the whole entire country was, like, was just 100% agreeing with you. Uh, yeah. Can you just explain to us what happened after and the explosion of people just... you basically going viral. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Um, so I didn't know. I didn't have my phone anyway until about an hour after. Yeah. Um, so, like, in the immediate... Like, I remember walking around. So, you've done the TV interviews, and then you walk around and do the paper interviews. Yeah. And then you go to the change room. Um, so, I'd done, I'd done the TV, and I walk around to do the paper interviews. And uh, I was talking, I was saying shit, and I could feel myself starting to cry. So, now I'm gone. I'm walked out. 
Yeah. I walked in the studio and I was just like, I was busted, busted out crying proper. Like Cubans and stuff were coming over me going, you won. So they were watching on the TVs. And like, these backs and all were coming over saying, you won, you won out there. And I was yeah. just destroyed. That's why everyone, then, that's why everyone from Felfia, Mike. That's why everyone was yeah. like, oh my God, he was robbed, you know? And then I started to think, fuck, I fucked up. No promoter, nobody is going to want to touch someone. Because I was thinking, before the games, I was thinking, you know, I'll go and go, I'll go like the Oscar La Jolla type route. Mm. You know, that golden boy, clean image, everything about that there, I'll go for that. Yeah. Obviously, that was the complete opposite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that's um, why people like you more before I speak. I know, because it was honest. It was honest, isn't that it? That was it. I, I, that was it. I, I had a, and if you hear me saying on, on on the TV, I say, I don't give a fuck if I'm cursing on TV because the media kind of guy, or our media guy, you know, who kind of mm. tries to keep you kind of PR, P, PC controlled, um, making them follow the kind of normal athletes ripped off that they lose. You no, know, oh, listen, I, I should have won, but I'm good at all this year. I'll come back and do it again. I, I wasn't following no script. I was just going. Of, of what my heart was saying and what 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 I, what I did feel. See, I didn't even know about all the corruption until after I yeah. called the corruption hey. because I have no one I but it was always like that. And there's been decisions in the past which has happened to me, which kind of made me want to react the way I reacted. Um, so anyway, I got back to the room. After all the crime, not I was sitting there, I hadn't got my phone yet, and I went, "Fuck, I fucked up here. Nobody's gonna want to touch me with a fucking ten foot pole." What am I going to do? Next minute, left on my phone. Just went, wow. Just went from like 14,000 or 18,000 Twitter followers to like 110,000 or something like that there. And Instagram was the same. Everybody go mental. The whole world go mental. Phone calls from CNN asking me to come on um, and speak about like corruption and amateur boxing, which I did. I went to some, they, they got me some taxi. There's like rooftop hotel and some rooftop room. Um, where I was like, sitting with the real backdrop behind us and I was talking about corruption and all that year, but I was our own head Olympian fellow was selling tickets. What is it? Wasn't he? Our our own head Olympian fellow was selling tickets over in Rio, I, wasn't I, he? Panicky, yeah, panicky. So, because the coaches and, and stuff knew they've been told, they've been told, Zora and, and stuff have been told by the Russian coach and they were told to go and get help. So they were trying to get help. They contacted Pateki, no, no reply. Um, they were contacting everybody, no reply. They were contacting people outside the box, and no reply. Um, we can't help you, it's too late, was one of the things someone came back and said this. Um, so they knew, like my family and all knew, when they were going to the venue, like Sean and stuff says, like it was like they were going to a funeral. They were walking to the venue going, this can't be true. This can't be true. And then after like the first round, they are like, it is true, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it was... It was fucking crazy. So the rumours were there beforehand? Uh, they were all there. They knew. They were told after I won my, my quarterfinal bout. And the Keaton was in the next fight. And it was a Russian coach standing there. It was the Zora watching it. And I was doing my interview. And Zora, and the Russian coach says, go get help. And Zora goes, what are you talking about? Your boy's losing against this uh, Thailand fighter. He says, no, go get help. Then the, the Russian beat the Thailand. They end up getting the decision against the Thailand guy, which he shouldn't have got. Um... So it was like, fuck's sake. I mean, that was it. In fairness, it, it, it was actually so disappointing from a fan's point of view because we were like, right, Katie Taylor, Mikey Conn are going to win gold this year at the Olympics. Yeah. And then like, it, it felt bad it was robbed from us that moment. But like, obviously being robbed from you who'd actually put in all the work, it was like, 
a million times worse. No, so that's what kind of made it a bit easier at the same time for me, if I'm honest. Um, the fact that so many people kind of resonated with it and, and, and felt the kind of injustice that I felt, um, it made it easier for me to take because it was uh, like you see people lose and people go, all right, that was a close fight, but he lost. Um, he didn't get the decision. It was a close fight, you know what I mean? He lost, so what can you do? Mm. Whereas this time, everybody was going, he fucking won. You know what I mean? He was mm. robbed. You know, because people, like loads of people cry robbery and weren't probably really robbed. It was probably close enough to give it to the guy, but you know, maybe, maybe they were robbed, but it wasn't too bad. Where this one, everybody was going, everybody was on my side going, you've lost. So I made it easier. And the fact that it was like for Ireland and the country, whereas, you know, if it, if it happened as a pro, it's only for you. I mean, that's the way it is, really. Even though you're mm. representing as a professional, it's just, it's, it's kind of, you don't have the Irish flag on your back, really, because you're just a, a sole entity on that. There, whereas you go away with a team, you're 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 representing Ireland, and that's uh, that's what made it a bit easier to take as well because it was a more of a team kind of thing. Yeah. Well, you make, no, you forget. I was going. When did you make the decision to go pro? Did you know that prior to the Olympics or? I was gone. I was gone after the Olympics. There was no way I was staying for another Olympic Games. Um, the pro, 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 the pro stuff was already in the works. Um, so I was speaking to people. Um, I already had big offers on the table. Um, and then while it was still in Rio, Top Brain got in contact and we're like, we want to speak. And I was like, some, some idiot messing about. It was an Irish guy actually. James, oh, his second name was, was, was lost me. Um, but he contacted me. He's like, I'm from the embassy in Uri. And, uh, I'm actually over with Top Rank, away. I'm over with Top Rank here, and uh, they're looking to have talks with you. Do you, do you want to talk to me? I says, what? Really? The only person I was speaking to at the time was Matt Maglin, um, because we had a good friendship. And it was always kind of, like, always complimented me and, like, building me up and all, and they were telling people I was going to be an Olympic champion all this year, so I had a good relationship with Matt. And I says, Matt, listen, top ranker on me here. Do you wanna do you wanna speak to them on behalf? And like, would you want me to? And I says, Oh, I definitely would. He says, All right, well, I'll speak to him. So he spoke to them and stuff and kinda got the ball moving and it came down to like a few promoters and, and I looked at top rank. They kind of came in obviously they came in top money, but at the same time, they came in with the best plan and best route and that was that was the, the easiest decision to do for me. Mikey, I think that's go on, Mike. Yeah, the thing is, Mikey, after when after that fight in Rio, and then you decided to go professional. Like everyone was just dying to see you back in the ring as well. Uh, ever yes. since you started doing that, we we've been making sure we shout out every fight you have, like in the build up to all your fights. I don't know if you've seen them or not. I think once or twice. I did. Heard them. Heard them all the time. Every time he's put them up, so do. Yeah, well, cheers for that. But, uh, appreciate, it, appreciate it, lads. No, that's no problem at all. We do it. We do it for all the Irish athletes as well with the football, the rugby, like everyone. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, you came out with, on your debut to an absolute explosion, walking out with Conor McGregor as well. Like, how did that come out? Uh, come about, and like, even the outfit. How did you come up with that as well? So, so like, I've always loved like big kind of images and stuff like Nas and all there. I loved all there. Um, I love watching Rafi as well. So I love the especially like four. I love the I love the Apollo Creed kind of get ups. Um, yeah. So I said, listen, I'm gonna come out as the Irish Apollo Creed here in my debut. And I was just like, let's Paddy's Day as well, wasn't it? I was on Paddy's Day, so I knew it was gonna be on Paddy's Day. So I was like, it's the perfect time to do the Irish Apollo Creed. You know what I mean? You can't um, write that. 
na so so I have my dude but I don't I had a pick like in November before because I knew I knew it was coming up. I had same top ranking it was September September twentieth. Um, and then I picked the out but no, I was like that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing. They actually asked me to go out on the Pacquiao who was he fighting? Pacquiao Jesse Vargas I think it was. They asked they asked me they want to box in that card and I says nah. I don't want to do that. I'd rather have my own, my own card than, than boxing packers in the card with David. Yeah. So, I done that. That was in November. That was meant to be. So, I had the outfit ready for November, but not for that fight. I went over to my money, Rogue Blades in November. And then the McGregor thing came about how I got him on board was he was doing like a, a talk up in Belfast. They got no one of them meets with McGregor. And he was yeah. Talking. So, I was invited up on the stage as well, you know, to sit there and chat away as well. Had a few drinks with me, and I says, listen, in front of the thousand, two thousand people, I says, You're gonna walk me in with David. <laughs> so I just tied him in. He, was, he couldn't say no. <laughs> so, you strong armed him. That's it. Like, uh, he says, 100%, I'd be honored to be sweet. So I that's hope you had that. That's absolutely cool. And in fairness, as soon as, as soon as you made the debut, you, know, you see, huh? the debut see, where, see where I come out in the debut. If you watch the way people come out in, in the garden, they commit the say entrance uh, always has been like this, you know, even when Macklin fought like Sergio Martinez and stuff, they commit the little say entrance. It's a little small walk, it's about not even a minute, maybe maybe a minute and a half max, if it is a minute. Um, and it's, it's, it wouldn't even be a minute and a half, it would be a minute, 30 seconds, one or two. So it'd be short, short enough. I says, listen, I want a big entrance. Yeah, did you start up in the crowd and come all the way I down? I started up with, I, and, and ever since now, all the big fights in the theatre are all like the, the main event will always come down that way now. And that's because of me, because I says, I want this. And Jamie was saying to me, You're nuts because you're not going to get that. You don't get that in your debut. You, you get like a, a little quick king. It's, it's not, it's not, not, not big hoopla like you think it is. I says, Bollocks, it's going to be like this. This is the way I want it. So I said it, and I says, Okay, well, we can't do a long round. So we can come down from the top. I says, We're doing that then. Let's do it. So the fucking. They opened up a new entrance and everything in the place. For me. <laughs> <laughs> they'll have to make the, have to make the garden bigger for you next one. <laughs> yeah, but like the, you know what? That's what the Irish people do. Uh, sure, Conor McGregor when he fought Chad Mendes had like the live performance from Sinead O'Connor. You know what I mean? Like uh, the, 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 you know, you have to change the game. You have to make it different. That's what grabs people's attention. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And I, I've always loved entrance because of Prince Nassim. You know what I mean? He was he was my idol when I was a kid in terms of. How he entered the ring, the thriller, the magic carpet, all this here stuff, you know. He, the flip. It's the show before the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? People probably remember more my my entrances than my actual face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, you, also, you also had Finn Balor, yeah, come in with you as well. Are you a big WWE fan? Uh, yeah, he walked in he walked in last year, carried the flag. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Here Walking down, singing the songs, and also it was going mental. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Last time, last time myself and Ross were like, Who's he gonna have next? Like, we were like guessing the whole time. Liam Neeson, <laughs> Daniel Sullivan. <laughs> we would no, I think it was the second, the second year. We were, we were looking like we were gonna nail horn to come out. Um, <laughs> You're getting everyone. <laughs> well, Bono has to be on the list then as well, doesn't he? Nah, fuck him. <laughs> 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 that's how funny you, you, you'll never meet another country in the world where a band like you two can just split the crowd yeah, I know, I know yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, they're unbelievable too but like come on man 
<laughs> the thing is, for Irish Irish uh, combat athletes these days are like are doing some amazing things. Obviously, Connor has like exploded. Um, yeah. uh, like a lot of the lot of boxers that follow you follow us as well. They're, they're like always supporting you. But like another person we can't go on without talking about is Katie Taylor. Um, <laughs> yeah, like. Well, first of all, what a woman. Uh, have you seen her documentary? Because obviously you've trained I have, her, so. I have. Uh, listen, I keep up to date with Katie. I was obviously on the team with Katie for a lot of years. Bar yeah. Katie for a lot of years. Um, what an incredible woman. What an inspiration. Um, even to me. Um, someone who, you know, you look at her achievements and the dedication and time she has put into what she does. She gets everything she deserves. Um, and she's got an awful lot. So, um, someone who I think young girls can look up to you and, and aspire to be. Unbelievable. I always say she's the greatest Irish sports athlete of all time, regardless of gender. Just based on her achievements alone. I think she's absolutely inspiration. Uh, also, as, 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 as a human being, to mm. be honest, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, when you look at her as a human being, and how, how I, I don't think I've ever heard her say a bad word. Um, she's like, She's like saint, like if I'm honest, she is like. I'll be honest, she's like just a, an incredible human being. Has she ever given you any like words of inspiration, or has she given you ever given you something that you watch her? Watch, watch her gets gets inspiration. You know what? When you watch the documentary and you see, you know the work she puts in and how how hard her 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 career actually is for. You know what I mean? It's, mm. it's tough, and that's the way it is. So you can see how how much she's pushing, how much she's dedicating herself, living over in. Connecticut, which I'm sure would be yeah. as born as shit, but no, she's out there dedicating herself and taking that time. Yeah, it's an inspiration for a lot of people. A lot of like, like all of our own backer, a hundred percent. It's unbelievable. Um, just while you're there, Mikey, uh, another person who said uh, who was asking for your we were speaking recently was uh, John O'Carroll. Uh, oh, it, it, uh, <laughs> uh, he, he was asking for you and the entire family, but he said Katie Taylor used to absolute batter him. How did you get on when you sparred Katie? The first few times I sparred Katie, when I was when I was a flyweight, she gave it to me like she hundred percent she gave it to me. She like her speed. I'll be honest, like I don't think I've sparred much people faster than her. She has oh, lightning well. speed, like, and that's compared to men and all. She has lightning speed. Um, it's crazy, but the last few times I think it was getting bigger, like, getting a bit bigger. No, no, so I was able to handle myself in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's close. But, but when it was a flyweight, you probably threw me a bit like a wet lettuce for you, Tim. And Michael, ever since you've turned pro, like, there's been no rest for the wicked. 13 and 0, lashing out the fights one after the other. I think in 2017, you fought five times from March. Um, how was that busy schedule? Uh, do you enjoy fighting that many times a year? And are, will we be looking back going forward, or is that just to kick you off? I'm honest, nah. I don't like fighting too much. Um, <laughs> See, because it's not it's not even a fight. I could I'd fight ten times if I could in a year. But it's the training camps. Um yeah. it's an awful lot of, it takes the toll in your body, especially, you know, well I've boxed twenty one years now. Um you to think of all the rounds you're sparring, all the all the kind of punches that you probably take, you know what I mean? Um in your lifetime you're got you gotta think about longevity as well, um in, in, in life and sport. And you know, overdoing it with sparring and and taking too much. See people go shot worn. I've seen it. That's that's why I don't like it because I've seen it. You know, I've seen people. You know, even when I was in LA in the year, like they sparred mental like crazy, like three four times a week, and that was every week, even when they didn't have fights come up. And I had seen guys at the start of the year who weren't the same people at the end of the year. 
and that's not nice to see. Um, yeah. This is this is the dark side of of our sport, and you know something that I'm very aware of. Something you know, if if you think about it too much, it can bother you, um, which I try not to. So um, yeah, listen, I, I I would fight as much as I could per year, but see having to be away from my family and and then being in the training camps, you know, six twelve weeks, whatever you're doing. It's it's a it's a it's an awful lot of time um, at this stage, you know. Uh, as 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 well, I have two kids, so you know, being away from them would be, you know, a bit much. Yeah, I understand. Um, Mikey, there's two really good fights that I I like to see because you're on the cusp for a world title here. Uh, you really are. Like, all, I think everyone has a rank to, you know, either one, two, three, or four yeah. uh, across all the weight classes. What about? You and Josh Warrington, or you and Shakur Stevenson? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Do you have a preference? I've said, no, nah, I don't have a preference. It's, it's whoever is the world champion at the time I fight for a belt. Mm. Is, is it who I'll fight? I don't care who. I don't think of a face. I don't think of a person. I just think of a body in front of me, which i got to beat. Um, and that's the way I've always kind of beat. There's no point of giving energy to something or someone, which... Yeah. Absorb your energy. There's no point in doing that. I just think about the belt and, and the body, which will be in front of me. Yeah. Mm. Where, where, would you like, like, where would you like well, that to go down, Mikey? Because obviously, obviously, you've almost you've almost moved into the into the garden, and then uh, you had the home coming as well. Gardener Belfast, whatever one of the two. The Gardener Belfast is the two places I would much prefer. Yeah. But if if listen, I'm going to be the challenger no matter what it is. Um. So that means I would have to. Uh, Go to their back gardens, and that's no problem either. You know what I mean, yeah. if you're the challenger, you're the challenger. So it is what it is. Love it. And um, what's your relationship like with Carl Frampton these days? It's good. I, I, we're we're good. We're good friends. Um, it's not one that's going to happen. Mm. The track no, I, I, no, I wasn't. I wasn't going that way. I was more <laughs> going. Would you like to avenge his loss to Warrington? Oh, of course, of course. Of course, I I would love to wind up, but I like that. I like that fight for me. Yeah, in fairness, I, I think those two are nice. Although Leo Santa Cruz is a good fight as well, very experienced boxer. Yeah, listen, any of them, any, any of them, whoever it is, it doesn't matter. Um, um oh, you know, sorry, the other day that mm. he's moving up, and his fight with Mario may be moving up to up to super featherweight. Mm. Um, so either Mariaga, I could be facing Mariaga for the belt, or or someone else, one of the higher rank guys next. And is your goal now going to try and become undisputed at featherweight? Are you going to collect all the belts like Katie does? My goal <laughs> is to make as much fucking money as I can. <laughs> make a rain. At the end of the day, isn't it nice to have all the belts and all? But security and stuff is, mm. is first and foremost in my opinion we're sure, um, we're sure you're going to be sorted with that as well Mikey 100% and do you, do you have a, a date when you'd like to fight next I know obviously the world August, is crazy August, August was the next one August was going to be Belfast in the field again um, I would have been special um, if it doesn't happen in August there's a possibility that it can happen in September um, mm. will it happen in September I don't know um, this kind of Worrying climate, which we're in. It's yeah, it is. It, it is very uncertain. Ending, yeah. you know what I mean? So, um, whenever it is, I'll be ready. Though I'm training, I am training every day. I'm, 
actually going to run a half marathon today just for the crack. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ, it would take me about three months to get ready for that. This fella, no bother tomorrow. Okay. Uh, Mikey, just before we wrap things up, um, following your career has been absolutely brilliant and it's been an inspiration for loads of people. And uh, we just want to thank, thank you for coming on the show. And uh, we can't wait to just keep like, like looking forward to your fights, and we'll keep shouting you out as well as if you need it. But anytime you want to bang up one of these uh, group chats again, let me know and we'll get on it. We'll do it before you, we'll do it lead up to one of your fights coming up soon as well. And good stuff, good yeah. stuff, lads. Not saying else to say. No, guys, thanks a million for watching. Make sure to like, share, subscribe, and as always, stay energized.